Amen. Thank you for being here tonight. Praise the Lord. I want you to turn with me, if you will, to Mark chapter 9. Amen. Thank you, praise team. One anointed presence of God we have felt all day. God doing great things in our midst. Amen. With us, through us, in us. Amen. Mark chapter 9. Beginning with verse 14. And when he came to his disciples. Now let me give you just a little bit of background before we get into the rest of of this reading. Amen. This is a moment after James, Peter, and John have been up on the Mount of Transfiguration. They have seen the miraculous things that took place in that moment. And then as they were coming down the mountain, this is what was taking place. Amen. Mark chapter 9 beginning with verse 14. And when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them. And the scribes questioning with them, and straightway all of the people, when they beheld him, were greatly amazed, and running to him, saluted him. And he asked the scribes, what question ye with them? In other words, he was asking that crowd that had crowded around the remaining nine of his disciples, because as you know, three of them were up on the mount with him. He was asking that crowd, what question do you have for them? Why are you questioning them? And one of the multitude answered and said, Master... I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit, and wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth and gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. He answereth him and saith, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. And he asked his father, How long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, Of a child. And oft times it hath cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. And when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him, and he was as one dead, insomuch that many said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he was come into the house, meaning Jesus, his disciples asked him privately, Why could not we cast him out? And he said unto them, This kind, say this kind, can come forth by nothing but by prayer and by fasting. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we love you. We're so thankful for your grace and your mercy. So glad, God, for this ability and opportunity to be in your house tonight, to worship your name, to be with your people, to hear your word. Lord, we ask that you would draw us closer to you tonight, O Lord. Let us be better when we leave than when we came, O Lord. We ask in your precious name, and everybody said in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You can be seated. I want to talk to you tonight about faith that works. Faith that works, amen. There is something going on here, amen, in this story that 
when we come to the end, we find that Jesus, yes, he did rebuke those that were standing around and he called them a faithless generation, amen, and he, he kind of got on to them and even said, how long am I going to be with you and, and how long am I going to be here that you can, amen. In other words, he's saying, you know, it, it, I can't do this every time. At some point, you're going to have to take over. At some point, you are going to have to be the ones that pray and people are healed and people are delivered. At some point, Amen. I am going to be gone. And in fact, he had mentioned on his way down from the Mount of Transfiguration, he had said to James, Peter, and John, he had mentioned his raising from the dead one day. And in fact, they didn't ask him about it, but the Bible tells us in some of the scriptures, I believe it's Matthew, that they did wonder about what he was talking about. Why did he mention when he was going to be raised from the dead? There is... Something that we have to remember, amen, in our life and in our relationship and our walk with God. Can I get an amen on a Sunday night that it is an everyday walk with Him? That it is not a man, and, and we, we live for those miraculous moments. We love the conferences, amen, and we love those moments, amen. And I have seen and witnessed and been a part of and been the recipient of some miraculous things that God has done, a man that I have seen him answer and seen him provide, a man. And we live for those things. We love it. We talk about it, a man. We testify about them, a man. But there's something miraculous about an everyday life and relationship with God. Can I get an amen? He was telling them that there is something more to it gentlemen when they ask him why can't we cast him out he said there's more to it than just this moment that you're in that there's more to it than just uh, if you'll forgive me I, I'm not a big fan of cliches but there's more to it than just name it and claim it amen there's a relationship a walk an everyday life that is going to be in the background, amen, that is really going to provide power and is really going to give you an audience with the Most High and it's really going to give you some leverage with heaven, amen. And please, don't anybody walk out of here and say that Brother Perryman was saying it's all in works and you'll understand when we get to the end, amen. I'm not saying that, but I am saying there is something to consecration and devotion and dedication, amen. There is something to and something powerful about a man a relationship with God a man and not just a moment with him can I get an amen James chapter 2 says it like this beginning with verse 20 but wilt thou know O vain man that faith without works is dead but was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar seest thou how faith wrought with his works and by works was faith made perfect. Let me stop there for just a minute. What I want to try and teach to you tonight and what I want to get across tonight, amen, is that there is more to a life with God than living from miraculous moment to miraculous moment to miraculous moment, amen. There's something far more powerful about somebody that every day when they roll out of bed and their feet hit the floor, hallelujah, they have a relationship with him that they recognize his voice and he recognizes your voice, hallelujah. There's something 
something mighty and powerful about that. Hallelujah. And that's what it's telling us about Abraham. And we're going to talk about Abraham in just a minute a little further. But he's saying, you know what? He, he was justified by his works, amen, when he did what he did, praise God. And it says that his Faith with his works, amen, is what, hallelujah, was, was accredited to him for his faith, hallelujah, amen. But it wasn't just his faith or his works. It was a fact that he put works with his faith that made his faith perfect, amen. Somebody that just prays in the name of Jesus and yells and spits and claims it and cries out and hallelujah from time to time, amen, is far less powerful than somebody, amen, that lives the life every single day and they put forth works, amen, that goes along with their faith. Can I get an amen? And the scripture has uh, was fulfilled which saith Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness and he was called the friend of God you see how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only amen likewise also was not Rahab the harlot justified by works when she had received the messengers and had sent them out another way for as the body without the spirit is dead so faith without works is dead also. Amen. Let me just, let's get into Abraham. I want to talk about Abraham and Rahab for a minute. And because, simply because that's the ones that James brought up. Amen. We could really talk about any of the matriarchs and patriarchs in the word of God. We could go to Hebrews 11 and just, and just close our eyes and, and put our finger on one and we could talk about the same things. But just for consistency's sake, since James brought up Abraham and Rahab, that's what we'll talk about right now. What I'm trying to get across to you tonight is that there is more to this life. You know, we talked about the folks that are just running around blowing kisses all day. Remember we talked about that this morning? The folks that are just love, 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 love. And I know that scripture tells us, amen, that uh, by this will they know that you're my disciples, that you have love one for another. I understand that, amen. But we also have a deeper understanding. See, we don't define love, biblical love, like they define love in society, amen. Love in society is an embracing of all things just whoever you are however you are whatever you are whatever you want to do we're just going to let you do that and love you anyway a biblical love is a love of action that says I'm going to love you even though maybe you're unlovable I'm going to love you even though you're wrong and sometimes I'm going to love you by telling you you're wrong can I get an amen that our love is defined, a biblical love is, is, is defined entirely different to what this world would define it. So let me show you what it meant by saying Abraham's works perfected his faith. Amen. Because Abraham had faith, watch this. And Abraham has, has already given birth to his, or his wife has given birth to his son Isaac. They have their son now. He's the promised child. Uh, they've run off. Amen. The other son, amen. And they've sent him and, and, uh, and, uh, Hagar out into the wilderness, amen, and here is Isaac, and watch this. Now the promised son, God says to Abraham, I want you to take him up on top of Mount Moriah, and I want you to sacrifice him. I want you to offer him up to me. Now watch this. This should have been a moment, and maybe would have been a moment, Brother, Brother Cozart, that you and I might have failed at. We, we might have had trouble with this. I guess I shouldn't speak for you, but I can certainly speak for myself, amen, that there are, are, are something like this might be something that I might have pause, and I might have to think about a little bit. But Abraham, amen, had a mentality that I have come through all of these things with the Lord, 
that it was a faith to him, that he had faith in God, that God was going to do, amen, everything that he said that he was going to do. So watch what Abraham's faith does. Abraham's faith says, God promised me a son in Isaac, and whenever I wasn't even able to have children anymore, that promise was still true. Hallelujah. Even when my own abilities and skill sets and talents and, 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 and in Abraham's case, physical ability, amen, even when it was gone, even when it wasn't there, God's word was still true. God's word was still his bond. Hallelujah. And there was nothing that shook that. You know, our abilities, when we start falling short, amen, that doesn't mean God falls short. When we have a weakness or a, or a failure, amen, that doesn't mean God has a weakness or a failure God is still God we talked about his sovereignty this morning amen he's still on the throne he's still in charge he's still God can I get an amen so what did Abraham do let me tell you he had great faith right he knew that God was going to deliver he knew God that had fulfilled his promise in Isaac so here's what he did he woke up early in the morning can I get an amen he loaded the wood up he brought the fire he, amen, loaded all the mules and put all the equipment on the mules for a long journey, amen. He traveled afar off. He brought Isaac with him. You know, I have a feeling, amen, that something I would have done, let me just say what I, what I may have done. You ever, you ever threatened your kids with something or told your kids something was going to happen? And you know what, if you do that one more time, here's what's going to happen. Anybody ever count one, two, Anybody ever do that? 2.5, 2.75, anybody? Okay, get with me on Sunday night. What, what if, if Abraham would have only had that kind of faith, I wonder if he would have gone and gotten the wood and said, all right, all right, God, I'm getting the wood. I'm going to load it up. I'm going to do this. And then he gets the wood, and he takes it over, and he puts it on the mule. All right, God, I'm getting fire. I'm really going to do this. I'm going to take my son up there and I'm going to. What if Abraham would have been like that? Then we could have doubted and we could have been in, his faith would have been in question. But his, his faith was perfected by his works because here's what he did. He had faith in God. So he woke up early. He loaded the wood. He got the fire. He packed up the mules. He brought Isaac. Watch this. He climbed the mountain. His son said, I see the wood. I see the fire. But where's the sacrifice? And, and Abraham said, without question, God is going to provide himself a sacrifice. Hallelujah. He explained it to his son. Watch this. He got to the top of the mountain and still only had wood and still only had fire and still only had Isaac. Hallelujah. And Abraham said, I know that if I sacrifice my son today, that God has given me a promise that if I plunge this knife into his chest, hallelujah, that the same God that brought him from my dead body, that brought him from my body that was not able to produce and from my wife's body that was not able to produce that same God will raise Isaac from the dead now watch this so I, so Abraham it, with his faith being perfected by his works hallelujah he climbed the mountain he built an altar he bound his son's hands and feet he put him up on the altar hallelujah now this is the point where almost you could see that maybe he had that knife in the air and said I'm going to do it God I'm going to do it if you don't stop me <laughs> you know 
know, it's almost like that's maybe what we would have done. Maybe what I would have done. Hallelujah. But instead, Abraham raised that knife high. And it was at that point that the voice of the Lord spoke and said, don't harm your son. Hallelujah. And he provided a ram that was stuck in the bushes. Hallelujah. That's why James brings up Abraham because he said, Abraham didn't just profess it. Abraham didn't just say he believed. Abraham didn't just claim faith. Abraham didn't just pretend a relationship with God. What Abraham did was he put legs on his faith. Hallelujah. What Abraham did is he backed up and he practiced what he preached. Praise God. If he believed in God that God would raise Isaac from the dead, that means he was going to take it as far as slaying his son. Hallelujah. And he still would have believed. Hallelujah. I'm talking to you tonight about faith that works. Hallelujah. Not just faith that is effective. Not just faith that is successful. I'm talking about faith is coupled or married with our works and our actions and our everyday behaviors. Amen. When we wake up in the morning with the way that our attitude is in the world and with the lost. Hallelujah. It tells them what level of faith we have in our life. Hallelujah. When we get sick. When our children get sick. When there's tragedy in our family and trials come our way. Hallelujah. Our works. Our actions. Our response. Hallelujah. Do those tests and those trials. Tell everybody around us what our real faith is. Can I get an amen? Faith that works is faith, hallelujah, that is married or coupled with works. Amen. Abraham did this all while maintaining his faith that even if he sacrificed his son, God was able to bring him back from the dead. Can I get an amen? We, amen, are not going to get by on lip service and hollow promises. There has got to be some actions behind our words. There has got to be, amen, some doing teamed up with our believing. It does us no good to come in here, service in and service out, and sit on these chairs, amen, and name and proclaim and talk about what we believe and talk about what our convictions are and what our standards are and then not go out there, hallelujah, and live it and tell it and let everybody know about it. Can I get an amen? Mark chapter 16 says this, verse 15. And he said unto them, say, go. Say, go. All right. I'm going to know that you are with me by your words. <laughs> Amen. Go ye into all the world and say, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth. And is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Amen. Those are the things. That's the scripture, man, that we quote. Praise the Lord, and we feel like that is our uh, that is our Pentecostal motto, Amen. That these signs shall believe, shall follow them that believe. Now watch this: the commandments that go the, before that are the ones that are just as important. The go, the preach ye therefore, Hallelujah. The telling all nations, Amen. The, it's the actual praise the Lord work that is involved, Amen. If you really believe, you're going to go. If you really believe, you're going to preach, Amen. If you 
really believe, you're going to tell somebody about the gospel. If you're really a believer, amen. And so that's the key, amen, where you read the words, these signs shall follow them that believe, amen. In other words, if you're following somebody, they're going somewhere, right? If you're following somebody, they're doing something. If you're an apprentice, amen, and you're following a, the master carpenter, praise the Lord, you are following him around and watching him and doing what he does, praise God. If, if these signs are going to follow them that believe, that means the believer is moving and going and doing, hallelujah. But we want to jump, praise God, and, and I don't blame you, and, and I've done it too. We want to jump right to the casting out devils and the raising the sick and the raising the dead hallelujah and speaking in new time we want to we want to skip right to all of that but there's some action that's going to go with that faith there's some doing that's going to cause those things to follow amen okay so then after the lord had spoken unto them he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of god now watch this and see he just gave them the promise right and they say went went forth and preached Everywhere And watch this. And the Lord working with them. Say work. And confirming the word with signs following. When they went, when they preached, when they did, and when they put that with working with the Lord, amen, the signs followed them. I t I, I'm teaching this tonight. I want to see the miraculous in this place, amen. I'm going to go a step further. Sister Stacy. I want to see the miraculous in my life. I want to begin to see a man on my job. I want to begin to see when I'm at Walmart. I want to begin to see when I'm at Bass Pro. I want to begin to see if I'm at the, at the boat dock launching the boat, amen, and somebody tells me they're sick. Now, I already pray for folks, amen, out there in the world, praise the Lord, but I want more. I want to walk a tighter walk with God. I want a, a life, amen, and a relationship with the master that is something that is, is working and doing, amen, and I'm building my relationship with him. You know why? I want those signs to follow me. I want folks that are sick to recover. I want folks that are lost to be found. I want folks that are weak to be strengthened. Amen. And I can't do it myself, praise the Lord. But I can put some works with my faith, praise God. And I believe that these signs will follow and the miraculous amen will come. Can I get an amen? Rahab put faith and put works with her faith, praise the Lord. We know the story of Rahab, amen, where the spies came, amen, and they, they ran into her and they got to her place, praise God, and the Bible tells us that she had heard the word, amen, that had come from all the other neighboring countries that when the children of Israel get there, that is a tough bunch, amen. She told the, the spies, she said, we heard that you brought down the two, two kings of the Amorites, we heard that you brought down the walls, we've heard that you have killed armies, we know that you have slain men, women, children. The whole, we, we know that you have just utterly destroyed that the fear of the Lord. We know that your God is God. We know that you're a bad bunch, that you're tough, that your God, amen, is fighting for you. There's no question about that. Watch this. Say, she believed. 
She believed it. You know why she believed it? Because she put some works with her belief, amen. Because when they were there, she knew that they were the team to be on, amen. And so she hid them from those that were searching from them. And she put them on the rooftop. And when those that were searching for them came, amen, she said, they're not here. I don't know where they went. They're, they're probably outside the gate. And so those men run off and close the gate behind them. And she talked to those men that were there and said, I want to make an oath with you, amen. Promise me because I spare your life today promise me that when you come amen and you begin to overthrow our city and overthrow our people promise me that I'll be saved from that utter destruction promise me that you'll deliver my house from that and they gave her that oath you know what I'm trying to tell you tonight that Rahab had a belief and Rahab had faith in the God hallelujah of the children of Israel and with that faith she put some actions amen to the saving of herself and her household can I tell you that you cannot be saved if it's salvation that you need you cannot be saved just by sitting on your hands and wishing and believing amen those folks that tell you praise the God praise the Lord from the epistles that believe only and you shall be saved that that scripture is true it's not a contradictory scripture but faith uh, believing means that there's going to be some works behind your faith amen and those works and that believing ought to be coupled with this repent of your sins and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of those sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Just believing is not receiving. Amen. But believing, hallelujah, coupled with some works and some actions on your part can save you and your household. Amen. It's not enough just to believe. It's not enough just to have faith on the surface. Amen. We've got to have a life, praise the Lord, that radiates our faith and radiates our belief. Amen. And it's, un it's by the demonstration of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Acts chapter 19, beginning with verse 11. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs and aprons and the disease the diseases departed from them and the evil spirits went out of them then certain of the vagabond Jews exorcists took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus saying we adjure you by the by Jesus whom Paul preacheth and there were seven sons of Siva a Jew and chief of priests which did so and the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? Amen. Say, Paul and Jesus and Paul had a reputation. Amen. They had a reputation in heaven. They had a reputation in hell. They had a reputation here on the earth. Amen. And this spirit is acknowledging that there is something about Jesus and Paul that's different than what you guys are doing. Amen. You see what I'm getting at? These gentlemen were out there using the name of Jesus like it was some sort of magic wand that they would wave over people and they'd be healed or demons would be cast out or the sick would recover. Amen. They were just trying to use the name of Jesus without any kind of relationship behind it without any kind of works or walk hallelujah or relationship with God they thought that it was just a name that would be said like a magic word I guess praise the Lord and that evil spirit recognized it and why and, and, and wouldn't you know it that he compared two of the greatest men in the Bible our Savior Jesus Christ and the one that wrote most of the, the, the books in the New Testament in Paul amen that he said we recognize those 
those that have a relationship with God. He was saying we recognize those that are not just claiming it, that are not just talking about it, that are not just proclaiming it. Amen. We recognize the ones that every day, whether there be persecution, whether there be trial, whether there be trouble, that every day they're walking and living this life. Hallelujah. Jesus we know and Paul we know, but you we don't recognize because there's no relationship and no walk behind it. Can I get an amen? And the man in whom the evil spirit leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. Can I tell you that they were posers? They were imposters. Hallelujah. They may have claimed the name of Jesus. They may have said the name of Jesus. They may have acted like they, they may have looked right and dressed right and talked right. Amen. But there was something missing and it was that relationship. It was that walk with God. It was that every day. Hallelujah actions put with faith amen amen folks that claim the name of Jesus but forfeit when it comes time to have their relationship are weak and powerless can I get an amen they memorize scripture but don't know the word they talk much about God but seldom speak with him they'll make sure they measure up to the standards of dress but you never see them when it's time for prayer meeting or devotion times They're busy about the latest gossip, so busy they never have time to spread the gospel. These are imposters. These are posers. These are folks that don't have any power with God, any relationship with him. Can I get an amen? Matthew chapter 7 says, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works, and then... And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work in iniquity. Look at that verse 22. I'm in Matthew 7, verse 22. Look where they said, Lord, Lord. You know what they were saying? It was like us saying, hold on a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, God. Wait a minute. We prophesied in your name. We, We claimed your name. We, we delivered folks. We cast out demons. We did all kinds of stuff in your name. Hold on a minute. We, we worked some wonderful works. Wait a second. We used your name. It was powerful. We did great things. Jesus said, I never knew you. Look at that, verse 23. You know what he was saying? He wasn't saying, I'm ending this relationship right here. He wasn't saying, I'm breaking this relationship off. He's saying, there never was one. He said, I never knew you. You walked around and used my name and you were claiming it and you were, you were, amen, acting like you knew me. But we never had a relationship. Without a walk with him, without a relationship with him, we cannot know the Lord. We cannot make heaven our home, amen. And we will not experience a consistent miraculous. Abraham, Rahab, the others we find in Hebrews, amen. There was a relationship, amen, with God that was evidenced by commitment and trust and dedication and consecration. And yes, a devotion to his word and commands and a life of prayer and fasting. Can I get an amen? And then those lives, that life of prayer and fasting and devotion to his word was followed by the signs and by the miraculous Stand with me, if you will. Mark chapter 9, verse 28. This is back to our original text, the question 
that they asked Jesus. And when he was coming to the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, this kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. Folks, there are things that we can do every day. There are things that we can help ourselves with. There are things that we can accomplish. There are works that, and there are things that we can triumph over and all of that kind of stuff. But once in a while, if you don't have a walk with God, you're going to get to something that you can't get over. Did you hear what I said? These were nine of his disciples. Now, the fasting part was not exactly their fault because Jesus had told them, while I'm with you, don't fast. Okay, so that, that part's not necessarily their fault. And I think that's why he's teaching this to them in private because whenever he got into a private room, they asked him, why couldn't we do it? He said, let me teach you something. Sometimes there are going to be things that if you don't have a consistent life with Christ of prayer and fasting and devotion to his word, there will be hurdles that you simply cannot jump. There will be obstacles in your life that this kind only come by prayer and fasting. There are fo some folks that you cannot win by quoting scriptures of them, by, by, by living a life in front of them. There are some folks that can only be won by prayer and fasting. There are some miracles of healing that, you know, we, we can go to the doctor and get antibiotics and get over some stuff. But there are some things that only come by prayer and fasting. There is a revival that is ripe in this city that we have seen glimpses of. We've seen tips of the iceberg. We've, we've, we've gotten a whiff of it every now and then. There is a revival in this city. And that's why Pastor has seen uh, fit, amen, and given us the vision that August is going to be a month of prayer and fasting, amen. That, that, that there are some things that we aren't going to accomplish because we have great music, and we do. There are some things that we're not going to accomplish because we have great preaching, and we do. There are some things that we won't accomplish because we have fantastic programs or great leaders and great teachers and, 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 and great outreaches, amen. And we have all of those things in this church. But there are some things that we have got to maintain a relationship with Him. And I'm here to tell you, Lighthouse, if we can get a hold of this prayer and fasting and get in His Word, there is an unprecedented revival in this city, hallelujah, of which we cannot contain. We'll have to build a church for ourselves And they'll have to build two or three churches In this city, hallelujah To house the souls If we can walk it every day Do you believe that? Well I've got that gentleman at my work I've got that lady at my work Hallelujah That I just don't I just don't have the opportunity I, I feel awkward I don't feel like it's the right time Or the right place This kind come by prayer and fasting 
I'm telling you, if you're living a life where you're on your knees and you're talking to God and you're pulling down strongholds and you're breaking principalities, I'm here to tell you, hallelujah, if you're doing that and you're maintaining that, praise God, doors will open at your workplace. Doors will open up at your schools. You kids that want to do P7s, amen. I'm here to tell you, that kind doesn't come but by prayer and fasting, hallelujah. It's not going to matter, young person, if you're a good teacher. It's not going to matter if you know the, the word front to back. I know that you're in intimidated by that I'm intimidated by that hallelujah but I'm here to tell you young person if you'll get a hold of prayer and fasting if you'll get a hold of a relationship and a walk with God he will open the doors he will make the way he will give you the words hallelujah Bible tells us it's not by might nor by power, hallelujah. But so many times we run out of skills and we run out of talents and we go, well, that's as far as I get. No, sometimes if you need prayer and fasting and you can keep going, hallelujah. He said all things are possible if you believe. And if you believe, you're going to be working for it. And you're going to maintain your relationship with him. I wonder if we could just begin to filter down here to the front. Amen. We won't belabor this. I know that this is the kind of lesson. This is the kind of night, hallelujah, that you need to take with you. And you want to apply at home. I wonder if we could just come down here and come together as a church family. And just begin to talk to God just for a few minutes. Would you say to him, God, every day when I wake up and my feet hit the floor. I want to live a life that I have a reputation. That when I come across my enemy. When I come across spiritual things in my life hallelujah I want to have a relationship in heaven that they know that I walk with you I want I want evil spirits I want demons I want sickness I want disease to understand that I'm one of those that lives for you hallelujah young person hallelujah would you begin to just lift your hand would you begin to pray hallelujah lighthouse would you begin to talk to him that's beautiful that's a beautiful sound hallelujah let's call to heaven right now God, I pray that you give birth in me, hallelujah, a desire.